Did you clock out already? Yes, I just clocked out this bitch. Wanna drink some beer and talk some shit? That would make me very happy. Okay, let's go get smashed and talk about real important issues. We should make a podcast out of it. I fucking quit. What's up, guys? What are y'all doing? What's up? Nothing much. Welcome to the Overtime Podcast. How y'all feeling? Feeling good, baby. What's going on? Man, there's a lot going on. <laughs> there's a ton to talk about. But how are you doing? I'm good, babe. A good day at work. Enjoying life. How's our new producer doing? <laughs> sunburn. She's sunburned as fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was... Uh, there was a story that um, I was about to tell, uh-huh. and I thought to myself, you know what? Maybe we should wait till we go live on this podcast to tell the story. Let's hear it. So my cousin, his name is Roger. He has a barbershop, which y'all should go visit him. It's Uppercut Club in Harlingen. Great fucking, great place. Yeah? Yeah, good place. You, you see how amazing I look today. And this is, <laughs> and I, I don't even have gel on my hair. And I look I look pretty damn amazing as you I'm too. single. Well, we were in kindergarten at the time, okay. and we had a teacher, big old white lady. I mentioned white lady for a reason, right? Because because we're going to talk about a, a related topic in a little bit. <laughs> but uh, she was a sweetheart of a lady. Uh-huh. She was sweetheart of a lady. But just don't take a piss on her favorite slippers. <laughs> oh, my God. Have, have I told you this story before? Okay, so we were in kindergarten, and we would take these bathroom breaks, right? But back in the day... Our restrooms were kind of like corrals, right? We had these the long urinals that were maybe like five feet wide, and we would all, all just piss in there as a group. Kind of like, like a horse truck. Like a horse, yeah. Like a horse truck, <laughs> yeah. And we'd all piss in there as a group. So as kids, of course, we were very competitive, oh and we God. wanted to see who had the longest stream. Oh, I was going to say the longest weed, like that's <laughs> like, gross. You're fine. Well, that too. Well, that too. <laughs> but we wanted to see who had the longest stream, yeah. right? So... Me and my cousin Roger, we, we've been competitive since the beginning, right? Mm-hmm. So he's like, he's like, you go first. So I go, I don't make it across, right? Oh, I was embarrassed. I was embarrassed. But then Roger goes, and he's like, he's determined that he's that he's gonna he's gonna take me out on this one, right? Yeah. So he whips it out, and he lets it rip. Little does he know that on the other side of this horse trough, where right in, in the direct path, there was a little half wall. Where the teacher would come and knock and say, "You guys, are you guys, are you guys done, right?" And it was a half wall, so she would put her foot right there in the bottom, right, and then she would knock on the on the on the window and tell us, "Let's go, hurry up!" Yeah. And as he was taking a piss, and as he succeeded <laughs> in getting it across the horse trough, her foot was right in the way and right where it needed to be and she got showered with this with this piss a champagne shower she got a champagne shower from my cousin roger and so she immediately like she feels the piss on her on her her slipper right she comes in here she's like who's that takes him by the ear tries to blame it on me i'm like "Uh -uh, uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh no tries to blame it on me she takes him by the ear 
to the principal's office. And that was allowed? We never hear from him again. <laughs> He's still missing. He's still, still missing to this day. <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, she, she just beat the shit out of him in a back alley. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, she just she took a piss on her slipper. Again, white lady must have been in her in her early seventies. Would show up to to teach us in a nightgown. No. In a nightgown, just like this, like snow white hair. So like right? she just rolled out of bed and went to work. That's what it looked like. That's what it looked <laughs> oh, like. God. This was a time where we were, where they would still play record players and stuff, you know. Mm. So but it was it was a different time. So she beat the shit out of him in an alley, and uh, he learned his lesson. You never go pissing on a white person's on a white person's slippers, <laughs> or in a horse trough either. <laughs> like use the fucking urinal. Damn. Oh, man. So I don't know what that story had anything to do with the story I'm about to tell, other than the skin color of the, of the person <laughs> doing the person doing the action here. But I'm pretty sure you heard of the story that happened here in our hometown of Texas. Yep. Where a nine-year-old little white boy, yeah, goes up to the porch of a black family's house and starts whipping it. Well, he starts banging on the door like he's the cops, first of all. Okay. Then he whips the door. You have the video there? I have the video. And so let's let's show it. Hey guys, so check out this video of this little boy coming to my house beating on my door with the whip. Take a look at this. Also, please like, share, and comment. Off my porch, beating on my door like this. I will call the police. You need to leave. Don't you ever beat on my goddamn door like that. Go. Okay. I'll... Pause it real quick. Pause it. Did, did he say okay? Did you see the fear in that little boy when she opened <laughs> the door? Like he's like, oh shit, I made a mistake. Like, but did he say okay? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So so he like so he shows up like ready to whoop some ass with a whip. She comes out, challenges him, he's like, okay. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't I don't think this shows it, but on his way out, he keys their car, right? Yeah, he scratches their Audi. Fucking scratches their Audi. I think that's what really pissed off. I would be pissed, pissed, pissed off too, that. like So at this time the husband's going to talk to the little boy's father. Oh. But only because, only because they had called the cops. Yeah. They had called the cops, and the cops didn't do a goddamn thing about it, right? Mm-hmm. They said, it's a three-year-old boy. A nine-year-old. Uh, it's a nine-year-old boy, and they're sure we can do about it. Yeah. And he's going to be moving soon, so it'll work itself out type of thing. I wonder if these cops were, were black or white or Mexican. Would it matter? I think so. You think it would matter? I think it would matter. You, you, you still have to take some type of, like... At least go and talk to the family, like the, that little boy's family. Yeah. Like, hey, this is what your son did. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. But to kind of just wipe it off like that, like. Are Are you one of those like back the badge types, no matter what? No. No. It's kind of dumb to say like back the badge, mm-hmm. right? Like no matter what, like always back the badge, like especially when there's videos of you know people doing. Bad shit. Like, you know right. what I mean? Like, how about 
back the badge when they do good shit. <clears throat> Criticize the badge when they when they screw up. Yeah. Right? Okay, well, let's finish off. So, they call the cops. Cops don't do a goddamn thing. So, the father feels like he has to take it into his own hands. Yeah. Right? So, the father goes to this white people's house mm-hmm. to, con- to talk to the dad. Right? Sure. Yeah. Because... The dad's boy showed up to their house with a whip, mm-hmm. trying to trying to find some trouble. Yeah, and then he scratches her Audi on the way out, and he says that he has proof of it. Correct. Yeah. Okay, so that's what another neighbor had like the actual video of him doing that. Okay. So there he is at the door. And other reporters say that the dad's in the house telling the little boy to tell them that he's not home. But these people can clearly hear the dad saying, like, that's not That's here. I just seen him. Let me talk. That's here. I just seen him walk the house. What do you say? You're recording? Yeah. Yeah, you're recording. Did you hear me? Yeah, you're recording. Which it looks like it. The house is nice, so it should be like in a nice subdivision. Educated people, hopefully. Hopefully. But no, not all educated people are very smart either, you know what I mean? Look Where's the dad come from? I don't know, but I know that uh, my son told me that your boy jumped him on, my, on his way home. My boy, my son. I said it. Yeah, because I saw the way you started walking up on me. We've already had beef before. We don't have beef. I'm not going to have a conversation with you, sir. Your son? I'll show you the video. Our son is 13. He doesn't even go to Lewis. Can you come look at our car? We have the neighbor does across the street. Come over here. Not really. We have it on video. Right, get off my property. Seriously, get off my property. Well, that's it. Because you ain't, because you ain't coming over here talking nicely. You're accusing my son. I'm showing you the video. We're showing you the video. You ain't showing me the video of me scratching your car. Get off my plant. That's my line. That's my line. Get off my. Baby, get off the line. That's my grapevine. Okay, thank you. You owe me a plant. I I don't owe you shit. Fuck you. I bet, you, I bet you won't bring your motherfucking ass. Can you please stop, sir? All we want to do is just talk to you civil. Y'all are so violent. 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 Y'all are so violent.
Bring his ass over here again. Please. The fuck happened. You, you have a gun. Come over here on my side. You have a gun. Bring your motherfucking ass outside without a gun, then, bitch. I've already come out before. Come on, let's do it. No, baby, get back. Oh my god. I'm. Oh my god. Oh my god. I just want to say, you know, can we? I think what was uh, blocked was a racial slur. Because if any other curse word wasn't blocked out, and that one was true, then I think he maybe did a racial slur. Well, those were my first thoughts. That, that the reason why it was bleeped out was because he said the N word. The N word. Yeah. I mean. Like I said, if any other curse word was left um, unblocked, then yeah. it most likely was a racial slur. But like, dude, like we're in 2022, mm-hmm. right? We're told that we've, you know, crossed all these barriers that we're in better times. We progress, and we have, right? Like, yeah. we're, like we have. We, but how the, f- the heck <laughs> is it? Like, how does a nine-year-old child know? He's taught that one way to put somebody in their place yeah is to get a whip which how the hell did you get the whip in the first place mm-hmm. like where do you get a whip from right you know you obviously don't live on a farm yeah or a ranch was it like the mom and dad's whip <laughs> like for fun times <laughs> but well, either way well, like you, how do you, you associate the, the whip with this other family right you know and what then I mean? you, you get up there like how do you as a nine-year-old boy like have that like i'm in charge of this motherfucker mm-hmm. like i'm in charge of this like these people you know and get that whip and just start cracking it on on this family's yeah. porch well look at how the dad came out with a gun it's obviously being taught to this little boy like that violence is always the answer this guy came out with a gun then accidentally almost shot himself and his daughter that was behind him that's what wasn't shown so he puts the gun down picks it back up the wrong way mm-hmm. pushes the trigger and almost shoots his own daughter and himself mm-hmm. and this is the height of stupidity yeah but racism is stupid no but it's still very much here like but in 2022 would you would you consider this a case of racism or just beef? Um, I wouldn't say just beef, because, for example, like I said, I'm pretty sure he used a racial slur. For a kid to come up with a whip, like, how are you going to post up with someone and bring out a whip? Like, that has to be racially motivated. Yeah. Would it be um, different if he came up with, like, a bat or a paddle? I think so, because even then, like, a bat or a paddle, I feel like that's been used in fights before, mm-hmm. where, you, you know, you grab something, you know, like a bat. So it wouldn't have been racial if he had come to the house with that. But because he came with a whip, it's more of a racist thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. And again, I mean, okay, so you're this little nine-year-old boy. I I mean, what are the chances there's a whip laying around? Yeah. You know, like, it sh- a nine-year-old boy should have easier access to a bat. Mm-hmm. 
something else, right? Yeah. But a whip, mm-hmm. you have to intentionally want to go with a whip. Yeah. Right? So, I mean, and this is like, I'm not defending them or saying it's not racist. It is because I think the whole issue that started this was that that little boy and several other kids were like, I guess, walking home from school that day. And he was picking on other colored kids. And one of like those kids, like their older brother is the one who like confronted him and started something with him. What I've read is that they pushed that little, like the white little boy down. And when he got up, he saw this little colored girl. So they started getting into a fight. She went home and he followed her home with a whip. So there is racism. Like he's already picking on colored people. Like you know what I mean? This was in Dallas. This was in Dallas, where you would think the population, like it's not the population, but the city, the town, whatever. There's a lot of races in Dallas, just like there is here in Wesco and the RGB, like but Dallas is a huge area, you know what I mean? Yeah. I think for us here when we see like You know what what's what's kinda weird though is how blatant like this is, mm-hmm. you know? For a while, like it was kind of, seen, I mean, I'm assuming it still is, but it's kind of seen as icky to be racist, right, or to do racist shit, mm-hmm. right? Like, do do you feel, or do y'all feel like, like things like I don't, I don't know if you if you heard, but or if y'all heard, but there was a shooting that happened in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. You, you didn't hear about the shooting that happened in Buffalo? No. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. The the, the white guy. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm sorry. I was thinking something else. Okay. But he targeted colored people. Like right, that yeah. was his intention to yeah, kill but, all blacks. And so he had this fucking manifesto, right, where he wrote up online, and where he was pissed off about like white people getting replaced, mm-hmm. right? They're replacing us, right? Like that's the whole replacement theory thing, yeah. right? Um, is that the theory goes that there's some cabal, right? Mm-hmm. Probably run by Jews, right? And the Democrat Party, and of course Brandon. Right. Oh God. Um, and they want to replace white people mm-hmm. with, as Tucker Carlson says, people from third world countries. Oh shit! Right, mm-hmm. Mexicans. Yeah. Um, other people of of other trouble trouble making races. Mm-hmm. You know? And that's the theory, is that they want to do this to be able to, as Tuck, again, I'm just using his own words, as Tucker Carlson would say, to replace the white people with people more obedient to, um, to uh, I guess, to the government or whatever yeah. mama this dude is coming up with. But, like, again, you know, there's just blatant racism that existed in the 50s and 60s where the entire power structure was behind you mm-hmm. and then there's like these like last like desperate gasps of racism right like yeah. the replacement theory where you don't come out and say oh, i'm racist right but the desperation of like they're coming and they're changing our culture right like these mexicans are coming and they're you know they're changing things like that it's, it's like the whole like apocalyptic view of other people coming into your neighborhoods, yeah. right? Like that has to do shit to people, mm-hmm. you know? And the fact that like somebody like Tucker Carlson like has the most watched show show in, in the entire country, right? And he's spewing this garbage and this yeah. bullshit, right? That that has to 
create like some kind of an angst mm -hmm. in people, right? Like a desperation, like yeah. you know, like they're replacing us. You know, they're you know, they're they're bringing their own values. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And like, why is that accepted? And like, I'm not. I'm, I've never been one to say like, you know, you should get somebody off the air, or you should, or you should, uh, you know, cancel somebody. Cancel, yeah. You know. Um, but like, why is it this shit challenged on like Fox News? Like, why doesn't somebody come out and say, "Listen, dog, like what you're peddling in is, is some pretty racist bullshit." Mm -hmm. Like, you don't have to come out and say you're you're a racist, but goddamn, you're basically yeah uttering racist bullshit. Mm -hmm. You know. And then you know, I'll talk to people who are of my skin color, mm -hmm. and they'll defend them, and they'll defend it because it's like their team, you know, their team politics. You know. Well. Not to go into politics, but look at what, you know, when Trump ran for office and he was... Don't you dare talk about Trump! <laughs> he was bashing, like, all the Latinos and stuff like that. I would drive by so many houses that had, like, Latinos for Trump flags right. and signs. Like, they're literally bashing our culture, or he is, and you're still there. Like... Well, let, let, let me give you a different perspective on that, because I voted for Trump in 2016. Canceled. <laughs> <laughs> no, let, let me give you a different perspective, because there's always this, um, there's always this kind of, of a, what's the term? Where you can wiggle, you, there's always enough wiggle room in the things that they say, right? Yeah. So, for example, they're bringing in crime. They're bringing in drugs. Some of us, some of them are rapists and murderers, but some are good people, right? If I like Trump, well, he said what I, well, he said what I thought. Yeah, he's saying the truth. You know, they're bringing in crime. It's true. You know, these are cartel members. These are you know people are coming in. They're bringing in drugs. I mean, who can deny that? Yeah, right. I mean, it doesn't. I mean, nobody says anything about the people buying the drugs, right? Mm -hmm. But some are good people, yeah. right? So it's always kind of like the the speaking out of both sides of your mouth, right? Yeah. The, yes, they're bad, but some are good, right? It gives you enough plausible deniability. That's the word I'm looking for. Plausible deniability to where you can say, God damn, that sounds, that sounds really shitty. Oh, but, but there's yeah. that grain of truth. Oh, okay. So He's I, good. I can defend it. Yeah. I can defend it, right? And like that's been that dude's MO since the beginning, right? But you see, what attracted me to Trump in the very beginning in 2016 when I voted for him was his message was a lot more economic. You know, he was talking about jobs being shipped off, he was talking about um trade, he's talking about economics, things that affect everybody, mm -hmm. you know. And then he had his moments, of course, where he you know talked shit about you know Mexicans coming across the border. But like I said, there was enough plausible deniability to where, to where somebody like me who was brown could look and say, "Listen, he's saying the truth. Yeah. There's a lot of fucked up people coming from across the border, and there is, you know. But it never gets talked about, you know. Uh, yeah, it's true. But a lot of these guys come across the border because they're good people leaving bad situations. Yeah, and we're the land of the free, or DACA, like." the american dream you know what i mean right but they're still well we're still but a country of still, laws yeah and there's there are bad people that cross mm -hmm. you know it's but there's bad people here that were born in america right but, the, but then white they were, but black the, mexican 
Chinese. Like, how are you going to just say that the people crossing are all bad? You know what I mean? Like, oh. But he didn't say the people crossing are all bad. Yeah, some, are bad. some are good people. Shit. Some are good people. But the whole, going back to like, it's still racism. Like, you know what I mean? When Trump was, like, he was making the Mexicans look bad. And you, you need to understand that it's not just Latinos crossing these borders. You have people from, where, where were they in, from El Paso? The, the Haitians. Oh, yeah. You have people from Jamaica, like, different places. Like, they're not just Mexicans. You know what I mean? Right. See, but according to, like, this replacement theory is that it doesn't matter where you're from. If you're coming from a third world country, like, you're coming to replace the Hendersons, you know, on yeah. on First Avenue. You know, yeah. like, you're like... That's the kind of like the, the insane thing about this replacement theory, right? Is that like, well, you're not actually being replaced. Mm-hmm. Like nobody's saying, okay, well, we got two new Mexicans. We got this Mexican family coming in. The Hendersons, out you go. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 Like that's being replaced. Yeah. But nobody's actually doing that. Mm-mm. Right? That's what makes like this entire thing kind of insidious. You know? So it's kind of like a population control is what they're talking about. Like, let's kill all the colored people because they're kind of taking over our world. The less of them, the more that we can prosper type of thing. Well, I mean, so... That's kind of how it looked like. Like, this guy, if if this guy just had an issue with the world, he wouldn't have just targeted black people. Which is kind of weird because, like... There was whites in there that he just kind of, like, skimmed over, like, yeah. looked at, and then, boom. You know, and I think like a video surfaced because the guy was wearing like a freaking right. Go- a GoPro, and, and went, you can and, see it. And like, he went, and he went live on Twitch. Really? He went live on Twitch. He went on there for two minutes before they they cut they, it. They, before yeah, before they cut them off. So this guy was just targeting the colored people. Mm-hmm. I, I, it's just the world we live in today. Like we should be getting better at stuff like this. And I feel like every day it's just like we go down and down. And yeah, down. right. But that's that's my point because like we keep going down this path because certain people with a lot of influence keep spreading bullshit. Like again, like the Great Replacement Theory and the, the White Replacement Theory, like shit like that. And even though it's not called that way, like let me see if I can find it. Just mm-hmm. I mean, just just so just so we can. I don't, I don't want to be talking out of my ass here, right? Um, just so you know what I'm talking about. Let me see if, uh, if it pops up. Well, even that shooter was talking about that Tucker guy. Let me see if they mention it. And uh, yes, this is the Clinton News Network. But, but I want to see it. Chanted by white supremacists, embraced by killers, used for hate for generations. Well, if you're Tucker Carlson, you embrace it again and again and again. John Avalon has a reality check. 
Extremists and the unhinged will always be with us, but they haven't always had people in positions of power and influence amplifying and justifying their message. That's why Tucker Carlson's double-down defense of replacement theory is worth more than his trademark confused dog look. I know that the left and all the little gatekeepers on Twitter become literally hysterical if you use the term replacement, if you suggest that the Democratic Party is trying to replace the current electorate, the voters now casting ballots, with new people, more obedient voters from the third world. Let's just say it, that's mm. true. Listen, I mean, everyone wants to make a racial issue out of it. Ooh, the, you know, white replacement there. No, no, Now, it's hard to argue that warning about obedient voters from the third world isn't racial, but just a level set. Let's see who's been chanting about replacement. Jews will not replace us! Jews will not replace us! Yeah, that would be white nationalists and neo-Nazis at the Charlottesville Unite the Right rally. Yeah, See, the Great Replacement Theory was also cited by mass shooters in El Paso and New Zealand. So Tucker should know that replacement theory is not disconnected from race and racial violence. In fact, a new analysis by the Washington Post shows that since 2015, right-wing extremists have been involved in 267 plots or attacks and 91 fatalities. Now, for Tucker, these facts might not matter. After all, Fox News lawyers argued that no one expects him to tell the truth. But let's give him the benefit of the doubt. All right. Well. So it's like this dude, Tucker Carlson, he gets so many millions of viewers a night, mm -hmm. right? Just to basically piss people off. He just riles them up. He's, yeah, he riles people up. You know, I mean, you don't have to be Republican or Democrat to be able to admit that. Like when you tell an entire constituency of people, I mean, most of his viewers are like 40, 50, 60, you know, old, you know, white Fox News grandpas anyway. Yeah. But when you tell those people constantly, constantly that they're getting replaced, that their country's changing, that this isn't the same country that you had, they're invading from the South. What the fuck do you expect? Mm -hmm. Like So his following is like the Proud Boys or whatever they were called, those like Trump followers, right? Well, I mean, the Proud Boys, I mean, they have, it's funny with the Proud Boys because one of the leaders of the Proud Boys is actually Puerto Rican. So, like, yeah, so they're, I, I don't know if I want to call them racist. What? Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I actually had the, their leader on, on the podcast. Shut up. Yeah, that's my very first podcast. His name is Enrique Tario. Oh, wow. Does he know our coworker? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he does. He might be in jail right now, dude. I was going to say, wasn't he arrested? Four? Something happened on January the 6th, right? It's like Capitol, the Russian? Oh. Uh, I think it was like, a, like an informant or some shit. Oh, but, shit. But, yeah, I mean. These... So this guy's just that Tucker guy, whatever. He just rails people up to see what can happen. So he basically finds pressure points. In our in our country's in our country's body, yeah. right? And he just presses those, he just presses on those pressure points. If and the, why hasn't he been canceled? If there is an angst, because I mean, when you have a viewing that's bringing in millions and billions of dollars, like he is, I mean, you're not you're not easily cancelable, you know? Yeah, but if you have and, people like the El Paso shooter, now this guy from Buffalo. Like citing stuff that he's saying, right? Obviously, like his words are connecting to people that want to like do damage. It's a little bit more complicated than that. It's a little more complicated than that. 
because you might have a point if in this manifesto, this kid, this is an 18 year old kid. Mm-hmm. He had written, listen, Tucker is my mentor. I listen to Tucker every night and he's right about they're replacing this. Yeah. But he did. He did not directly. Mm-hmm. So legally, you have to have some kind of a of a of a connect of a connecting message Factor, like that, yeah. right? If not, you really can't do shit about it. So all all they can really do is just call them out. But you see, but I don't want somebody like Tucker Carlson, Tucker Carlson canceled. I want him challenged. Mm. You know, you, you know, the, the correct thing to do is somebody who says, "Look, listen, dog, you're full of shit, and what you're doing is dangerous," and have him on the air and have him debate it, yeah. right? Because if somebody feels like, hey, listen, these third world people that are coming from Mexico, from, you know, you know, for these Haitian people yeah. that are coming, they're ruining our country. Then he needs to be checked. Like you, then you need to have an, an opposing voice on there. Yeah. Not somebody just blowing, blowing hot air like, like, like Tucker does, right? Mm-hmm. Like where's, where's the, where's the debate? Where's the debate? It's not being shown as a debate. It's being shown as the Tucker has the he has the floor it's a show he's spreading truth and he's not gonna have anybody that disagrees with him and maybe that's why he won't debate anybody because he knows he's full of shit and so he's at the point of this place you know what i mean yeah but damn fucking people like that like, but, but you had never seen that before right no i hadn't i don't even know who he was you, you, so you didn't know who Tucker Carlson was mm-hmm. so like okay then perfect like you're the perfect experiment here right so when you hear somebody who you don't know Come on the air, and you know, as influence over millions of people, say mm-hmm. something like, "They're replacing Americans with people from third world countries to because they're going to be more obedient." Mm-hmm. Like, what's the first thing that comes to your mind? Like Chucky, fuck you! <laughs> like, <laughs> like, no, like, it's just again, I'll probably get hated for saying shit like this. This white man just thinks he's like superior than everybody else, and he's gonna put down the lower class, the middle class, like all this shit. Right. And it's probably just probably has like a little wee wee that he wants to just like <laughs> build himself up, and by building himself up, he's just Tucker has a little wee wee. <laughs> yes, I said it. Like he's just that's what he gets off on is. Pissing people off, yeah. saying shit, being racist. It's just crazy to me how much influence he has on people. And Over people, millions. And how people are easily influenced. No, it's... And how they'll just believe whatever he says just because they think he's... Because he's on TV. Yeah. And he's like the next uh, guy from Waco. What's his name? David Koresh. David Koresh, like, yeah, yeah. these people will follow him. Good evening, welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. Have you ever noticed how nobody in Washington can agree on a number? Now, math is supposed to be objective, except in Oregon where it's racist. But in the real world, you would think that people with functioning calculators could come to similar math-based conclusions once in a while, but not in D.C. Try getting consensus on unemployment projections or consumer confidence levels for members of Congress. You can't even get a straight answer on how many troops will be occupying the Capitol three months from now. And that's something they directly control. Even allowing for the fact that most politicians are capable of math, it is striking. Statistics are to be a lot slippier than they look. It's so smug, too. So with all of that in mind, 
It's pretty amazing to watch virtually everyone in Washington, Republican and Democrat, repeat precisely the same number on one of the most critical problems that we face, and that number is 11 million. That number, they tell us, is exactly how many foreign nationals currently live here illegally. All the experts say that. There are precisely 11 million undocumented aliens. Now, 11 million is a lot. On the other hand, at a time of trillion-dollar spending bills, is it really so many? 11 million isn't what it used to be. In any case, that's exactly how many illegal aliens there are. 11 million, 11 million, 11 million. No more, no less. Of the 250 million undocumented people in the world today, the United States has 11 million. The 11 million undocumented Americans already have these taxes. So those are a lot of the 11 million people we're talking about. Right, and the 11 million people. Is that what we want to do? Is that the solution? Well, no. And then we get undocumented people. This is America. We're not going to go round up 11 million people. The undocumented population has remained stable at about 11 million for the last half a decade. Negatively impacting not just 11 million people, we have 11 million people here who are undocumented. As an undocumented immigrant in this country, we have 11 million who are viewed as criminals. It's almost like a script. Now, people have different views on what we ought to do about illegal immigrants, but nobody questions how many there are because there are 11 million, period. Joe Biden knows this. He checked with the doctor he lives with. Dr. Jill Biden isn't a practicing physician. We established that after oh we shooting and reporting with our sources in the medical community. But Dr. Jill is a noted and internationally regarded academic researcher who once wrote a triple space thesis on community colleges in Delaware. So she knows precisely how many undocumented future Americans live here. It's 11 million. She passed on her findings to Joe. Within 100 days, I'm going to send to the United States Congress a pathway to citizenship for over 11 million undocumented people. And all of those so-called dreamers, those DACA kids, they're going to be immediately certified again to be able to stay in this country and put on a path to citizenship. Now, that tape was shot a month before the November ele election. Joe Biden then promised to turn 11 million undocumented people, dreamers, people with big dreams, into American citizens by giving them amnesty. And not only that, that, by giving them absolute like, ballots. It was a big promise, but Joe Biden is in the White House and the party controls everything. So he can make good on that promise, and he plans to do so. In fact, it's one of the very first things he is doing. How does it affect you? Well, according to Joe Biden's flat, it means you'll have exactly 11 million new fellow Americans. Certainly, as part of the proposal that the president outlined on proposed on day one is an earned path to citizenship, right, for uh, 11 million uh, immigrants who are undocumented immigrants who are living in the country. So it's an earned path to citizenship. No big deal. They earned it. Every bit of it. Presumably by mocking the laws of the country, they'll now have a role in running. But actually, it is kind of a big deal. Adding 11 million new citizens would have big effects on America, profound effects. How many people is 11 million people? Well, 43 of the 50 U.S. states have a smaller population than 11 million. And that's not just Wyoming and South Dakota. It's Virginia, Georgia, Michigan, New Jersey, Massachusetts, and so on. These are people that are all What this cost? No one asks. It's kind of hard to know the real answer. But if you're trying to put the math together, be sure to factor in the free health care you'll soon be paying for every one of the 11 million. You support giving universal health care Medicare for all to people who are in this country illegally? Let me just be very clear. 
very clear about this. I am opposed to any policy that would deny in our country any human being from access to public safety, public education, or public health. Period. Now, it doesn't take an economist to know that giving free quote health care, which obviously will include gender transition, by the way, to 11 million new people can easily capsize the entire U.S. Take it on, I'm going to punch you in face. Bill Freeman was wisely noted, you can have a welfare state or you can have open borders. You cannot have both. Yet we're getting both. But we may, in fact, be getting a great deal We all assume that 11 million is the real number. But is it the real number? Is that actually the number of foreign nationals who live within our borders illegally and will be getting amnesty very soon? No, it's not the real number. In fact, it's a totally fake number, it's which people endlessly fake. repeat only because they are badly informed or dishonest. They've been repeating that number for a very long time, more than 15 but, uh, years. Way back in 2005, the Pew what? Research Center said, quote, the undocumented population has reached nearly 11 million. The weird thing is that 12 years later, Pew had roughly the same estimate. Nothing had changed in more than a decade, and that should have been a tell that the number itself was fraudulent. In 2018, the Department of Homeland Security, which exists to track numbers like these, played along with it and put the number of illegal aliens known to be in the U.S. illegally. Bingo, 11 million. In other words, all the assumptions that there are 11 million illegal immigrants in this country are based on a separatistocracy the one we're also worried about. In effect, it would end our democracy. People who have lived here all of their lives, paid taxes, followed the rules, been good citizens, would find their votes diluted to the point of irrelevance. By the way, it would mean an instantaneous end to African-American political power. That'd be over for good, no question about it. And then he tries to pit the African-American, like I'm on your side, African-Americans. If these illegals get legalized, that's the end of your power. Oh, what a scumbag, huh? What a piece of shit. This so guy. how long has this beauty. fucker been on air? Since O'Reilly got fired for sexual harassment. How, how long has that been? Like 10 years? Yes, man, maybe about six, seven years, maybe. Apparently, Maxine Waters is done to know it, but that's so they, they hired this guy after they fired him. would also ensure a permanent rule by I mean, the Democratic Party. He's been around for point of time. We should tell you that it's not just Yale and MIT have concluded the 11 million number is ridiculous. Accounting is a serious accounting issue. So uh, he, he, he just yaps on and on and on. But th there was a there was a section in there where he's like, these are people that are going to be coming into your neighborhood. It's like, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. You know, when people from Ohio say that illegal immigration is their biggest is their biggest threat and their biggest fear, you know, they're they've been fear-mongered yeah. at that point, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know, man, like, I don't know if things are gonna get better. They won't if you have shit like this every night on the news. If you have stuff that's, racism isn't something that you're born with, like you're taught, of course. you know what I mean? Then you have this piece of shit on the fucking news, <laughs> like just, allowing it and pushing it more onto people like yeah. it's never gonna end right you know what i mean but i think as long as you raise your children to love any color any person man woman like our little world could be okay 
I'm talking about like in the household. Yeah. But you still have to be fearful, like when your boys grow up and let's say they were to move to a different town, state, like you're going to be worried about how people accept them over there. You know what I mean? Right. It's a scary fucking world we live in. It's 2022. Like I think what makes it what makes it scarier, like something like this, like Tucker, because it's presented as just so innocent, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'm looking out for you, I'm looking out for America, yeah, Americans. But at the same time, I'm making desperate people the enemy. I'm making people who are here in many cases because of our involvement in their own in their own countries, yeah. Like, we've toppled so many dictators in South America. We've destabilized so many countries that we're the reasons why there's all these migration patterns Mm -hmm. up up here. Because we've made their country so liberal because of civil war. Yeah. Because of other kinds of shit that we've we've done to them. And then we just sit back and say, like, no, we can't come in. And then we have the audacity to say, they're coming here and they're invading our country. Mm -hmm. Let's send them back. Let's send them back, you know? And again, like, I I speak this way. Like, I, I... I take this position out, and I'm going to take it as a story. <laughs> I, I take this position now because I used to think like this. Because I used to be a, just a card-carrying Republican who would, you, yeah. know, like we, you know, we get our marching orders from these kind of morons, mm-hmm. right? I would listen to Rush, Hannity, uh, this idiot, right? And that's what I thought I was supposed to think, right? Yeah. Because America, baby, you know? <laughs> there was this one point where... I remember it must have been around 2005 or 2006. How old were you at that time? Six, seven? Around 2005, 2006, we had some people knock on our door. Mm-hmm. And we kind of live out in the outskirts, right? And they want, they were asking us if, if they could, we could get food, if they, if they could, we could give them some food. Yeah. Because they were clearly, they were, they were, they were coming from Mexico, right? And they had to, they had to go to like the Los Fresnos or something like that. And my dad offered to give them a ride. Yeah. I was so damn indoctrinated into Rush Limbaugh and Fox News and Hannity that I got so mad at my dad. Don't you know that these people are illegals? Like, yeah. don't you know that they shouldn't be here? They're breaking the law. You're helping them break the law. Right? Meanwhile, the humanity in the entire in the in the situation my humanity was completely stripped away yeah my version of what's right and what's wrong was completely stripped away and molded by these types of fucks mm-hmm. you know by these fucking rich white guys that wouldn't even have a meal with me wouldn't even invite me to sit on their table and talk to me I think Tucker Swanson Carlson over here is gonna is gonna is gonna invite somebody like me to, to go to go have a drink with them. Uh-uh. And who the hell's no. picking their like vegetables and fruits and shit? The hardworking Mexicans of the world, like. Right, but you see, but I was so indoctrinated, yeah. brainwashed by these fucks, right? That I was pissed off at my dad for doing the right thing. Yeah. And my dad asked me to go with him, right? Because he don't he because he wanted me to go with him. I'm his son, right? Yeah. And so I went with him. The entire way he was talking to them like they were humans. Because they are. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> but I was there, sitting there in the front with my fucking frown. Because you were better than them. And because I thought I was better than them. Because of people because like him. people like this told me that I was better than them. You're an American, man. You're an American, dude. These people aren't American. 
come from third world countries. Who knows what kind of diseases they're bringing? Who knows what kind of what kind of uh, what kind of a lifestyle they're bringing, culture they're bringing over here? Mm-hmm. I bought into that shit, man. I bought into it, and that's what I announced. I was pissed off at my dad, right? And I think about that now. It's one of the most shameful moments in my life. Shameful moments that I let these types of fucks mold the way that I think. But at least you were able to change that. Yeah. And know that how you felt back then was wrong. And you you've changed to be better. Right. There's these people that still listen to this man or to any of those people and still do bad. Mm-hmm. And they think it's okay. Yeah. So no man, I like it. It's sad that you know you have boys if our family's gonna have to go through this for another 20, 30, 40, 50 years, yeah. like it sucks. Will it ever get better? I don't think so. No, you know what? And like But nobody will listen to me and you these two <laughs> little Mexicans trying to change the world. They'd rather listen to that rich white guy that that that's looking out for the folks. Yeah. But we all know what he means by folks. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's 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 a, it's it's a sad situation because when you look when you call people who are desperate who are trying to make a better life for themselves and I'm not saying illegal immigration or law breaking is good that's not yeah. what I'm saying like, yeah none of us here are saying that no yeah you know at the same time when you call people invaders when you classify them as trying to replace or change your lifestyle simply by existing and wanting to make their li- their lives better for themselves, you're a piece of shit, dude. Yeah. You're a piece of shit. I agree. Again, not advocating law-breaking, not advocating any of that. But I would – there's a lot of Americans that I know that I would easily trade off oh, for, yeah. for some hard-working Mexicans. Yep. Tucker, Carl Swan- Tucker Swanson Carlson is one of them. He's number one. Number one. <laughs> you know? And yeah, it's 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 one of those things where we hit the jackpot. Like we like like we got lucky. Yeah. Like we got lucky by being born in this country, right? But we're, we're not better than, than people because we're born in this country. We're not. I mean, we're not. We don't have in more of an inherent value because we're born American. But a lot of the debate and a lot of the conversation around this kind of feels that way, like. We're better than you. That's why you can't come in. But we're going to disguise it as, listen, you guys are breaking the law. Or you're bringing in crime. You're bringing in drugs. You're bringing in shit from third world countries that, that we don't want here. Man, I think the way that we better our country is, first of all, by better by having better conversations. What do you think? Like the way I mean, just the way we address people. The way we talk about other human beings, the way we tell our stories, right? I mean, there's a, a whole bunch of different angles that Tucker Carlson can take, right? There's a whole bunch of different angles that that can be that can be used, but instead, what he he wants to create angst, he wants to create desperation, he wants to make a certain segment of the population, old white people feel like their country's being taken from them taken over yeah it's being taken over by the troublemakers right by the by the crime bringers they're bringing mm. crime they're bringing drugs right and it's like at what point do people just say 
Hey, Doc, shut the fuck up. You know, you're, you're, you're a relic of the past, man. Mm-hmm. You're a relic of the past, dog. Hey, Tucker, you're a relic of the past. You know, your your ideas, your ideology, dude. It's outdated. The, the 50s call. They want their policies back, <laughs> Yeah. You know, but there's a lot of people, and it's only because we, because people belong to the Republican tribe or they're, they're in the Democrat tribe, right? That's why they support these types of fucks. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why they support these types. And again, dude, like, I'm not... I'm not saying the Democrats are badass and that they're they haven't figured it out. Yeah. Or that the Republicans, you know, yeah, yeah. I don't give a sh- you know what to be honest, I don't give a goddamn shit about that anymore. Mm-hmm. Like the whole left versus right, that's what's destroying the country. You think that because he's so deep into this like persona of you know who he is and how he like how he talks and what he believes that even if he you know didn't want to have like a meaningful conversation or conversation a conversation that challenges him and his beliefs you think that he would even like change his mind or do you feel that he actually believes that way or do you think it's just like a persona that he feels like he has to please his audience in order to like get views you know what like remain on the air that's a very interesting question and only because I'd heard it, I'd heard some people that worked with Sean Hannity, mm-hmm. which is another Fox News personality, say that the way he is on on camera, he's nothing like that in real life. Like in real life, he's actually a real nice guy, but on camera, he plays this like. So he has to just, like, be in the role. Because a lot of these people take it is on a role. like, it's a character roles. It's a job. Yeah, yeah, it's a like job. Personalities, and I but, feel like. Even though it's about like political issues, yeah, like, issues that affect you know us every day, I f- I feel like at the end to them it's a job and it's a role that they have to play. So whether but at what expense? Like, let's say he is a good person, like salt of the earth. I'm over here talking shit about him because I don't like what he's saying. Yeah. Like, why do that for money? Like at what expense? Like money, audience, but, views. Right, you see, because like the way like these entire networks are are like the systems are formed, it's all advertising revenue. Like if you like tonight, I know you don't want to, (laughs) but just turn on Tucker Carlson at eight Mm o'clock, not to watch Tucker Carlson, but to watch his advertising. It's all shit for old people. Um, Listen, it's all medication, life alert. (laughs) Life alert. It's all shit for old people that are on their way out. You know. And, dude, that's who his audience is. So if you notice what these people say, it's all shit that appeals to 50, 60, 70-year-olds. So you know if you were I mean? to wake up one day and say, like, you know what? I don't want to do this role anymore. I'm a good person. I love everybody. I mean, then I, he won't have... I, I imagine a part of him has to believe this shit. You know? He has to. Like, you can't go in there and not be so good at being a piece of shit. <laughs> And not believe what you're saying. Yeah. You go, you, you know what I mean? Yeah, I like, there has to be a part of him that agrees <laughs> on what he's saying. Like, no, I know, but you see, but because it's like me, if I were to take some like magical weight loss pill, and it didn't work, and I was doing everything else behind closed doors, but I just wanted to sell it because you know what, I could make a million dollars a month. Like, yeah, I'm gonna like pretend and right. believe in it. That's what this guy's doing, but. 
like I'm just already so over him. I we see, but like that's that's interesting because like here's somebody who's like removed from the politics of it, right? You don't really consider yourself a Republican or a Democrat mm-hmm. or any of that shit, right? And this is the first time you ever hear of this guy. Yeah. Right. And just your initial like unbiased response to him is he's he's it's obviously an act. Yeah. Like he's a piece of shit, right? Like he's saying piece of shit things. You know, he could be the nicest family guy in the country. Until his daughter dates an illegal alien. <laughs> <laughs> and then, like, you know what I mean? Because that's what he's preaching. Yeah. That these people are illegal aliens, which is a derogatory word to now use. But, no, like, this guy... Yeah, I kind of feel the same way. I, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. All I care about in this world is that I have a job and that my family are healthy. That's it. Like, still ask me to go vote for you because I won't. Like, you know what I mean? No politics. Even if I ran for something, you wouldn't vote for me? Mm, how much are you going to pay me? Oh, wow. It's all about money. <laughs> no, I probably would. Tucker Swanson Carlson. <laughs> we all are driven by the same motives. No, I'm just driven by health and a job. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> I go in, I clock in, fucking clock out, go home, I have my routine, like, as long as I'm healthy, my family's healthy, that's all that matters to me, like, I don't mind doing the same eight to five every single day, like, yeah. I'm a simple person, then. Yeah, but hopefully you don't, you don't want to do the eight to five the rest of your life. Yeah. You know? Do you want to do the eight to five the rest of your life? Hell no. Dude. So I gotta play the lottery. <sighs> or you know what, deliver, I don't know if you've ever been to, like, one of the retirement parks that we deliver to. But if they ever get like a lottery ticket, like the cash, like the check come in the mail, if you deliver it and whoever's in that little area while they get that mail, they split it with them. No. You never heard that? I've never heard that. I've had a few like parts that I go to that they'll, they tell me like, hey, did my lottery check come in? I'm like, no, not today, but will you share with me? And they're like, as long as you're here while I pick up my mail, you'll get some. Even today when I went to a different park, uh, the man was asking, like, hey, did my check come? I'm like, no, but are you going to split it with me when it does? And the lady's like, yeah, that's what we do here. Like, we split our winnings. And I'm like, what? I've never yeah. heard about that. Long so now I'm going to go through all the mail and see who has a lotto, Who's a lotto check, and I'm going to go deliver myself. So I don't have to work. Anymore. All right, guys. That was today's show. We're signing out. I hope we didn't piss a lot of you people off, but if we did, that says a lot about you. Number one that you pissed off today. <laughs> what, just, just like playing Tucker? Yeah. I just wanted to show you the kind of shit that was out there. No, that's why I don't watch the news, dude. Yeah. Have, 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 have you heard Tucker before? Yeah. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. That's I, why I just read books in the Bible every day. I don't watch the news. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right, guys, we're signing out. Thanks for watching. This is the Overtime Podcast, and we'll see you guys. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's, it's super cringe this fucking dude. Yeah, it is. Like, yeah, I'm not gonna watch him. Even though you asked, I'm not gonna watch him. Never?